Hi, everyone. Welcome to Being Patient Brain Talks. I'm Deborah Khan, founder of Being Patient. There's been a lot of questions around early diagnostics. Uh, we're hearing a lot more about blood tests that can um, predict uh, or actually indicate early signs of Alzheimer's disease. Um, well, today we thought we would speak to one of those companies, Amanetta Diagnostics. They are a company that was uh, rewarded a portion of the $3.5 million prize from the Alzheimer's uh, Drug Discovery Foundation. Um, they are adapting an early blood test um, to diagnose Alzheimer's disease. Joining me um, now from the company is Olivier Donos. Um, he's joining us from New York. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, happy to be here. So tell us first and foremost, there's, you know, we've covered a lot of um, different companies who are getting into early diagnostics of Alzheimer's disease. How far away are we from actually uh, going to market with one of these tests? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, our plan is to go to market within a couple of years. Actually, we, did, we, we were planning to go on, on the European market in 2021 and on the US market uh, probably a year later. Uh, so we, we consider that we're pretty advanced in our development. We, we are finishing a clinical trial. We are confirming all our data. We need to you know, follow up by getting ready with the production of our test kits and everything. And, and, and then, then, then this, this will be available. So you know, we have prototypes which are being tested in the clinic, which have been actually Tested on patient samples already, uh, but the the real the 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 real uh, commercial product uh, will take another couple of years. So we know um, you're looking in the blood, um, and we know that um, beta amyloid um, plaque there are is which is one of the first ha presumed hallmarks of Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. Often presents itself long before we ever see a symptom of Alzheimer's. Right. So right. what exactly are you looking for in the blood to indicate that an early stage of Alzheimer's uh, may be in place? Okay. So our, our, our kit comes from a discovery that, that we made or that the scientists associated with the, with, the, with the company originally made that uh, certain, uh, certain uh, nucleic acids, RNA, that you can find in the blood, um, if you if you're able to analyze them and, and 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 characterize them, then you can show that some of them are very specifically present in people with Alzheimer's disease, and sometimes with people with very early stage Alzheimer's disease. So to get in a bit into more details, those. RNA that we're talking about are called long non-coding RNA. Um, so again, RNA is uh, what's produced out of DNA, out of the genes, and that this is the information that then being used by the cell to make proteins. But not, not only that, it's also some, in itself, it plays a lot of regulatory roles in the cell. It, it kind of orchestrates the way the cell is going to work. And if a cell is sick, then this orchestrating RNAs will have differences, right? And the technology we have allows us to look very precisely at these differences. We can look at thousands and thousands of different RNAs 
and look at specific groups and see where they are. Are they overrepresented, underrepresented? And we can have like an identification card of a given blood sample. We can we can diagnose uh, something like Alzheimer's disease in a blood sample. This is this is our goal. This is what we're trying to develop. Um, so that's uh, th this is this is something that that's is possible now because the technology is so powerful in terms of analyzing these RNAs. Uh, it wouldn't have been possible even even maybe five five or ten years ago. So th th this is something new, and and we've, we we only have access to it now because of the technology. So, um, Olivia, Olivia, do you know how? Um, so, if if somebody is presenting um, symptoms of Alzheimer's disease, uh, we know that you know perhaps plaques have already been present for some time. Mm -hmm. Do we know when you say early stage detection? How early is that um, from the time, the presumed time, you're going mm -hmm. to see symptoms of the disease? Well, I mean this. I, I don't think we're in a position today to to exactly say that because we still need to analyze blood samples from people at all these very different stages, right? We we know we know that that at you know the 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 the, the, the prodromal and really or, or really declared Alzheimer's we can see something now. How early can we go is something that we we, we still need to fully investigate, and we're we're doing that. But we this is going to be longer, right? That is, is there a blood test that everybody could have, like you have your you know cholesterol test or whatever, and and you could have this one uh, even when you're in your 40s or or 50s and uh, and uh, and uh, and then then have some diagnostic early diagnostic on what's going on um, that's uh, that's 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 one of the goals we have have but I think that the first thing we'll do is have a test for that will allow us to follow patients their evolution and uh, uh, probably will fac usually facilitate the running clinical trials when you test drugs on patients and you want to see a response being able to analyze and measure this response on blood samples is really a, a good progress and, and it's kind of a holy grail that everybody's been looking for uh, because so far to look at a response you know a biological response, not necessarily a behavioral or, or life quality of life response, which is more more complicated to to come up with. If you want just a a measure of something, you have to go into the cerebrospinal fluid, which is difficult to take, and 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 and, and or, or you or you have to to go to imaging procedures which are very complicated and costly so having a, a simple blood blood test is very important so when you um, were previously talking about how this new technology can enable you to detect um, the changes in the RNA what exactly is that technology um, how, how does it work in order to allow you to do yeah. this type of early diagnostics <laughs> So that that technology is that uh, today we can we can uh, it's it's a, it's it's a sequencing technology a DNA sequencing technology right so you can take a blood sample you can prepare all the RNA you actually 
middle step where you convert this RNA into a DNA to be able to sequence it. But then, then you do what's now called next generation sequencing, which generates huge amounts of data. And you, 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 you sequence thousands and tens and hundreds of thousands of uh, different types of RNA within minutes, basically. Um, so, I mean, I don't think I should get into the details of how it works, but, but this is, uh, this is really very powerful, right? Uh, you you probably know that now it's you know getting getting the the whole genome information for someone is something that's you know very possible and 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 is is not it used to be something that would have lasted for <clears throat> years and years to accomplish and it that, that was that was that was the way it was like 20 years ago, but now with this new technology, you can do this within days, right? So, so this is a technology, you get a lot of information, you get all this landscape of what are the RNAs which are present, and you, you can see that in a person without the disease, there is a, a given landscape, a given picture with uh, a proportion of uh, these different RNAs, and, and in a, in a patient with Alzheimer's disease, there is a very reproducible and specific signature of the disease that you can see. So you've tested, you said earlier on animals, but you're close, relatively close to coming to market. Um, what, what, has your, what have your tests found in terms of accuracy? Well, I have to say that, I mean, so, so we've we, we've seen we've seen this difference in landscape, and then we've identified specific some of these of, of these long long non-coding RNAs that are all the time, you know, varying in Alzheimer patients. And now the test is to look only at those very specific ones, right? And the 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 accuracy of it, the the, the prediction is is basically hundred percent. So this, so, is, this is very, this is very clear cut. This is not that you know you're going to have a diagnostic of you know 50, 50 percent chance. This is absolutely, uh, and this is what we, we we're, we're in the process of demonstrating in our clinical trial, which is finishing you know currently. So interestingly enough, though, um, you know the the means by which we detect um, signs of Alzheimer's disease today are either, as you mentioned, through cere cerebral um, spinal fluid, or uh, you know, getting a um, uh, a PET scan. Um, yeah. Are the two you know the two diagnostics um, that we have today? Most people obviously don't get those because it's right. too expensive. Um, so. Um, and, and interestingly enough, those two tests look for signs of plaques and tangles. But mm -hmm. what you're saying in the blood test is you're actually looking at a much earlier stage. And so is it possible that this is even before plaques form? Yes, yes, because it doesn't, it's agnostic in terms of uh, looking at a known target for Alzheimer's disease at, you know, amyloid beta or tau or whatever. I mean, something that goes abnormal and we know about, right? This is something that is maybe an earlier cause of that or, or maybe a consequence of that, but it doesn't matter. It is something that just varies in the system when the, the disease kicks in. The disease kicks in, it triggers many, many things, right? And the cell goes abnormal, neurons start to degenerate. And 
their whole landscape of long non-coding RNA radically changes, which is not very, this is not very much of a surprise that when a cell is, you know, uh, not feeling well, I mean, everything changes in there. What's surprising is that in the case of Alzheimer's disease, it always changes in the same way. That is, we get, you know, we start from a landscape A and we turn it into a landscape B. And that's, that's what we've shown. And that, that's what makes it very predictive because there's no hesitation. This is, this is either or, right, in this case. So just to translate this um, into um, what this means to someone like myself, um, you know, I have a mom with Alzheimer's disease. Um, what at what point would I want to get a early diagnostic test, um, especially today? I mean, obviously, it helps research yeah. to know and identify early candidates. Yeah. Um, but me, as a person think, who has a family mm -hmm. member, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. Well, that, that that's the interesting question because obviously, uh, in a situation where there is a a, a treatment, you want to be tested. Uh, and you want to be you want to be on the treatment as soon as possible, right? But what age are you talking about? So there, there's also people who. Well, I mean, if, if 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 there is if there is a treatment, once when we have a treatment that that takes care of of uh, a, a good number a good proportion of patient, uh, such a test I mean should be done very early on, should be done you know, but as as a routine. Uh, in people in their twenties, thirties, forties, and just uh, you know, as, just as you you measure cholesterol in people, you know, you measure cholesterol. They are high. You put them on statin, right? That's uh, and you do that even when they are young, and most and and if 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 they are okay, you just wait until uh, another couple of years or ten years, and so it could be it, this kind of test. If there is a treatment, will be uh, in in the routine follow up. I would say of the general population, right? Uh, but I think now, if you have a family history, or if you want to know if you maybe think that something is declining, and you you have uh, so so you may want to know, right? And and that that that's another situation where you could ask for the test. Uh, but. We're getting into a, bit, a little bit of an ethical problem here of of having a test without necessarily a treatment behind that. You know, this you know, such test exists for other neurodegenerative diseases like uh, Huntington disease, for instance. You have genetic tests for that, so you can you can have a a hundred percent predictive test that you're going to have Huntington disease within the next twenty years or thirty years, depending on your age. But there's no treatment for it. And and so, doctors are not going to prescribe that to you. Now, if you really want to know, because you you have a family history and you want to know whether you, I mean, this is your your decision, and you can you, it can be available to you. But so those those are two different things, right? Yeah. One is the public, the, the way you deal with this in terms of public health, and then the individual decision of of knowing about it. Should I get a test? Well, I mean, it's it's much like what um, our genetically predisposed community faces. Um, you know, to find out you're you're either heterozygous, homozygous, no. E4 doesn't necessarily exactly. really get it, but you're still faced with that decision of finding out and how. Right, and right, and, and, some, and, and some people, some people rather not know in the absence of treatment, 
and you, you know, this is debatable and this is everybody's decision right um yeah so yeah. when you say um uh so far it's indicated you have 100 percent accuracy what where are you in the trial how many people have been um gone through the clinical trial and you know uh so far what did the results look like yeah so the the, the clinical trial involves if I remember correctly, close to 500 people. Um, we're not disclosing the, 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 any data now because it's not finished, right? So we're not in a position to say anything. Uh, we just, you know, knowing what we know from the trial, we, 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 we haven't canceled anything. We're still, we think we're still on, 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 on track for our uh, commercial product in 20, in 2021. But, you know the detail. I mean, we'll 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 reveal the details of the trial once we get the full analysis. Otherwise, it's kind of. Uh, uh, I mean, it's difficult to talk about it uh, publicly before we have certainty about our, our analysis. So you think, though? Um, I mean, the clinical trial ends in twenty twenty. So we should know um, yeah. by next year. Um, yeah, by ne yeah, 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 And yeah. after that, I assume you have to get FDA approval. Exactly. Okay, no, so I mean, it's it's definitely interesting. We know, you know, there's quite a few companies um, and research um, uh, institutes who are developing blood tests um, to detect early detection of Alzheimer's. Um, mm -hmm. It certainly would change the landscape a lot in terms of what we know. Um, you know, certainly for research, uh, the earlier yeah. you know if someone's predisposed, I think that's that's good. That's a positive mm -hmm. thing for mm -hmm. research. Um, yeah. So, um, Olivia, thank you so much for joining us. Um, please um, keep us abreast. Uh, we look forward to hearing um, what the results are of this clinical trial and understanding more about early detection of Alzheimer's disease um, in, through a blood test. Okay. Thank you very much for having us and uh, uh, pleasure to talk to you. Okay, thank you. Okay. And for more on uh, this interview, as always, we post them on beingpatient.com. Uh, you can go to our site and see the entire interview um, um, posted there. Um, and please um, join our, our group Brain Talks on Facebook um, or um, visit beingpatient.com for more expert interviews um, such as these. We're keeping on top of the research um, at beingpatient.com. Thanks very much for joining us. Bye.